podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Wednesday the 4th of January. Frank Lampard is under huge pressure as Everton manager following a resounding 4-1 home loss to Brighton. Lampard's side were completely uninspired at Goodison Park and found themselves 4-0 down with half an hour remaining, a disappointing turn of events following a good result away at Man City at the weekend. Chants of sack the board were heard at full-time as Lampard's sign remained just above the bottom three. The biggest game of the night ended in a stalemate as league leaders Arsenal drew at home to third-place Newcastle 0-0. Arsenal put plenty of pressure on the visitors, but couldn't break Newcastle down. The result leaves Arsenal eight points clear of Man City, who have a game in hand and played Chelsea on Thursday. Newcastle stay third on points with Manchester United, who also have a game in hand. Fulham continued their superb form to beat Leicester 1-0 at the K-Power. Alexander Mitrovic scored the only goal of the game after 17 minutes. Fulham move level on points with Liverpool in seventh. Leicester, meanwhile, are three points above the drop zone. Man United comfortably beat Bournemouth 3-0 at Old Trafford. Goals from Casemiro, Luke Shaw and Marcus Rashford gave them the points. Harry Maguire partnered Victor Lindelof at the back in that one. And in tonight's game, Southampton hosts Forest in the first official relegation six-pointer of the season. Struggling West Ham travel to Leeds. Villa hosts Wolves in the West Midlands derby. And Spurs go to Selhurst Park to face Palace. Those are your headlines. Okay, we've got to start with Frank Lampard then, haven't we? A 4-1 loss at home to Brighton. Yes, Brighton are a good side. We know that. Very well organised, getting better going forward. Deserby's working out how to use this team. But this isn't about Brighton. This is about Everton and Frank Lampard. I'm recording this show very, very early on Wednesday morning. And I don't know if it's going to age very well. Because there is every chance, I think, that Lampard could be gone by the time you hear this. He could be gone by mid-morning on Wednesday. And nobody could be surprised by that. I said last week when Everton lost at home to Wolves that Everton fans must be looking in the Wolves' dugout, looking at Julian Lopetegui and thinking, we should be having a manager of this this quality, of this renown. Yeah, they had one not long ago with Ancelotti. And now they've got Frank Lampard. And look, I'm not not anti-Frank Lampard at all, but he's not got the pedigree and nor has he shown so far I don't think the ability to manage a club the size of Everton and I know we're going to have the standard oh you know Everton are a sleeping giant blah 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 but they are a big club they are a big club and I think to to manage a big club you need to have some sort of top-end experience that I don't think Lampard has he did a decent job at Derby he did okay for a bit at Chelsea and then it seems to be on name alone he's got the Everton job. Now, I don't think it's an easy job at all. At all. But I also think that he seems to be swamped by it. And he probably could do with a couple of seasons managing slightly lower down. Just give him... I like him. Give him an opportunity. Because at the moment, it's sort of every every game he is tarnishing his name. Not as a player, of course. He's, that That can't be ruined. He's a fantastic player for club and country. But... As a manager, you can lose your reputation very quickly, and that's what he's in. That's what he's at danger of at the moment. So I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if he stays long, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's out before you hear this, which will make this uh, entire podcast a waste of time. All right, let's move on to Arsenal Newcastle biggest game of the night. Here is Boyd Hilton 
host of the Footballist at the Arsenal podcast. Hi, it's Boyd here um, after a deeply frustrating night at the Emirates. One of the most frustrating games um, of recent years. Um, it was kind of Arsenal attack versus Newcastle defence for more or less the entire game. And Newcastle did well, I guess. Um, but equally, you know, they kind of doubled up on our on our attacking wingers. Um, and there was a lot of shithousery going on, a lot of time-wasting, a lot of uh, niggly fouls. And there was a huge penalty shout, I think, against um, um, Gabriel was wrestled to the, to the ground and uh, had his shirt pulled massively, which I think was a clear penalty. The, the, there was a um, handball shout um, after that, which I don't think was a clear penalty at all. And Arteta said both were... Um, Scandalous, I think he said in his post-match interviews. But you can see how frustrated he was, quite rightly. But then again, you know, in the to think about it, you know, we're still eight points ahead of Man City. Man City have got to play Chelsea away on Thursday. You know, we've been absolutely brilliant this season. It's like we're really annoyed that we didn't manage to beat Newcastle, who have perfected this extremely difficult um, structure they have. And um, I think we have to be proud of the team in the end. But we do need a couple of players because there was absolutely no one to bring on from the bench. That was Boyd Hilton, host of the Footballist at the Arsenal podcast. Thank you very much for that, Boyd. Moving on, Fulham beat Leicester at the K-Power. Unbelievable performances from Fulham this season. Great results. Thoroughly deserve to be where they are. Let's talk to someone who knows a bit more than I do about it. Here is Alex Petrovic, comedian and Fulham fan. No relation to... Alex Mitrovic, because obviously they have different surnames. That wouldn't make any sense. Alex Petrovic. Here he is. Well, uh, my heart rate's returned to normal after that last 20 minutes. Uh, not the easiest way to win a game, but as a Fulham fan, you will you will take them when they come. <laughs> uh, yeah, holding on for a bit there, we had about seven or eight players on yellow cards, and one of them was Mitrovic, which means he now misses the Chelsea game, which is not ideal but uh three wins since uh the return of football on boxing day i'm pretty happy with that and dare i say it i think fulham might not get relegated this year um which is not something i've been used to saying mitrovic absolute beast again um and hopefully finally dispelled the myth that he can play football in the premier league um i think a few people are definitely going back and un deleting some tweets from around the July, August mark saying that he can't play in the Premier League because 11. And I think he's got something like 53 in 56 games this calendar year. It's a ridiculous return and some absolute bargains. Willian on a free, uh, absolutely, he's been sensational. And I think one that's not said that often, um, other than the obvious Polina for 17 million, Bernd Leno for like, three million or something he's been a revelation that was comedian and fulham fan alex petrovich elsewhere then united beat bournemouth three nil not too much to say about this one pretty straightforward maybe the most noticeable part of the uh night's proceedings was that harry Maguire and victor lindelof played at the back in that one uh varan was rested uh martinez came on with three or four minutes left of the game, just to show his face, really. Just to show that he's back from his celebrations. <laughs> and he is more than happy to put on a shirt. That's something, at least. 
But Maguire looked good. Lindelof looked good. But to be fair, I think plenty of centre-backs would do against uh, that particular Bournemouth performance last night. There wasn't much going on. Not much to report. But I think it might not be too churlish to say that United look like they're hitting some sort of consistency. And I know we've had over the last few years, oh, United will be dangerous in six months or they'll be dangerous in a year's time. They've always looked like they could be good and fallen apart in these exact sorts of games. So they've got some consistency. They've now won six in a row. You know, maybe maybe things are changing there. All right, that's all we've got time for. Wherever you're watching the games tonight, I hope you enjoy them. I'll be back same time, same place tomorrow for more Whistleblowers Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.